Welcome to the Brilliant Breakthroughs Business Podcast. We are so happy you're here today to learn about how to create fresh perspectives on profitability, people, productivity, and finding peace in your business. Hi, business rock stars. Today, I am honored to be your guest host. I'm Nancy, the resident app mama at Unleash Mobile Apps. And we are a mobile app strategy firm where we help you through the entire process from concept to publishing to then teaching you how to make money with your app. You can find my chapter in volume one, which is chapter seven, Unleash Your Mind, Unleash Your Growth. Today, our guest is Maggie Mongang. She's a thought leader for small businesses and a tenured master business coach and strategist for almost 20 years now. <clears throat> Excuse me. Maggie is the CEO of Brilliant Breakthroughs, Inc., the coaching practice specializing in guiding small businesses to optimize business performance and leadership. She's all about improving the underserved small business sector. Maggie honestly believes small businesses are the accelerant of our economy. I believe that too. So much so that she has founded the number one best-selling business book series for small businesses. Don't worry, we will share more about that later. But most importantly, like all good things, Maggie didn't do it alone. She invited, invited tenure experts to join her in the authoring process. Welcome, Maggie, and congrats on being four-time number one best-selling business author and founder of the Brilliant Book Series. You and your team of brilliant practicing experts achieved something phenomenal. Volume four became another number one bestseller and a number one international bestseller in multiple countries, including the U.S. Congrats. <laughs> Thank you. I had something funny happen. My son said to me, okay, so you're number one bestseller in multiple countries. What about the U.S.? <laughs> That's where that came from. Got it. And I'm like, oh, I never thought that that might be a question. But yes, every volume is a number one bestseller in the U.S. You know, and, and that's that's phenomenal. That is not an, an easy accomplishment that should be taken lightly. So that really means the information is out there for small business owners to help them thrive. That, that's fantastic. So, Thank you. <laughs> so um, your book is the volume four. Uh, which is the one with the amethyst purple cover titled Brilliant Breakthroughs for the Small Business Owner, Fresh Perspectives on Profitability, People, Productivity, and Finding Peace in Your Business. Uh, your chapter is number nine, and it's titled How Valuing Your Values Add Value to Your Business. Could you have made it a little easier to pronounce, Maggie? <laughs> Well, everybody talks about too many B's and P's, so I added some V's. Got the B's in there. How valuing yep. your values adds value to your business. It's a conversation that's long overdue. Oh, yeah, definitely. And that, and that really, that, that title captures everything, especially in 2021, where we need to value not only ourselves, but our, our business. So we'll, we'll get into this. And, and you know what? Our listeners today are in for a treat. We need experts like you to, to share your wisdom, to help us navigate these innovative and transformative times. Um, shall we dive into it and help small business owners add value to their business? You ready? Let's go. 
Okay. What's your first question for me, Nancy? All right. You shared this in episode 160. However, can you give us a quick refresher on the four performance pillars for the small business success? Oh, yes. Happy to. That's actually the framework that I've developed working with my clients, as well as it's the structure for the book series. We have divided the book up into the four performance pillars, which are profitability, people, productivity, and peace. Sounds sort of like our subtitle, doesn't it? A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> Go figure. So we're consistent, and that is something that always supports success. But I'd like to share that everyone is needing uh, to improve their profits. They're needing to work on people relationships because after what we've just gone through in 2020, and we're recording this like the first business Monday in 2021, so this is neat. Um, everybody's a little dented. Their armor's dented from 2020. Even if you had a great year, which a lot of us did, we're still dented. So we need to go back to the people and see what we can do to improve our people relationships internally and externally. And then productivity. Oh my gosh, did productivity take a hit this year? Um, we uh, have seen a lot of people either check out or go into overdrive and just get caught up in the addiction of busyness. It seems like it was one or the other. There was a lot of balance. And that's something that's pretty common for small business owners. So um, we talk about how to break yourself from the cage of being addicted to busyness. We're caught in that little cage all day long for most of us. And then the other point is peace. We do all this stuff and we say we want to have a really great relationship. And what we forget is that we should bring peace to our business every day and find ways to keep profit and peace simultaneously. Because I see so often that small business owners have profit, but they don't have peace or they have a lot of peace and not enough profit. Do you see that? I do. I do. And, and I think you're, you are so right that, you know, peace definitely is one of the four pillars. And when you remove one pillar, you know, what kind of a structure do you have? Well, there we go. And that framework is in the, the introduction of every volume. But I'll also share that I explain each one of the performance pillars in a, four of our podcasts. And that's... Um, Episode 16 is profit, episode 17 is people, 18 is productivity, and 19 is peace. And we'll put that in the show notes. And I said 16, 17, 18, and 19. I did not say 116. <laughs> okay, I just want to make sure that everybody gets that. This is like our, our first couple episodes to share this framework with everyone. You know, and that, that's interesting that you bring that up because the information that we shared in the beginning the middle and right now has value. So just because that was recorded in a number of a uh, couple of years ago does not mean it doesn't pertain to today. So thank you for reminding our listeners to go back and to check out the nuggets that are in those. Well, so, I can tell you that is timeless information. Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, okay, so uh, volume four's chapter is a topic that eludes many, many businesses, regardless of their size. So we are on the same page. Uh, can you share to our listeners what values uh, are? Oh, sure, sure. Um, we, we discussed this in episode 160, 160 just like the four performance pillars, but it's, it's very simple. And I think it's a great place to begin this conversation today. Um, your most important beliefs, attitudes, and behaviors are what create your values. Now this is deep. Okay, let, let's make this really clear. This is some deep stuff. I'm not talking about, oh, what makes you feel good in the moment? I'm not talking about what's going to give you a, a mood or a vibe that you're in today. These are the values that shape our lives and our business. And I did oodles of research. That's a technical term, oodles. Oodles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 On this topic, and I was amazed at how much there really was out there. It, it was, I don't know how else to say that, mind-blowing maybe. Um, most of the biggest and most successful CEOs of companies reference how values are their primary focus. Now that seems odd because we would want to believe that it would be profit, right? Right, right. And and values, just to kind of sidetrack here a little bit, are different than having your mission statement. You know, mission statements are not your values. Right. Mission statements are definitely not your values. Your values are even deeper than that. Your mission statement is how you're going about doing something. That's very different. Where if you think of your values as, um, well, let me share this with you. Because Tony Shea, who is the retired CEO of Zappos, is often credited for creating a really great organizational culture. And he talks explicitly about values being a key ingredient to Zappos success to the point that he has a quote that I found and it was your personal core values define who you are and your company's core values ultimately define the company's character and brand. And he continues with this, for individuals, character is destiny. For organizations, culture is destiny. So he's taking this deep and it's not just saying values is a thing. Values is the thing that's infused throughout the whole business. Wow. Wow. That is, that's fantastic. Fantastic. I, I love that individuals character is destiny for organizations culture is destiny and your culture is derived from what do you think nancy Mm, values (laughs) you are spot on today awesome awesome okay so that's what the research says (laughs) right (laughs) well you know what speak speaking of research um in chapter nine, you mentioned Jim Collins' research and his research regarding values. Uh, can you share what Jim Collins learned through his research? Oh, yes. First of all, Jim Collins, the person we're speaking of, is the author of this 
epic number one best-selling book. I don't. Even, I'm assuming it's a number one international as well. Um, it's called Good to Great: Why Some Companies Make the Leap and Others Don't. And I sh I should have had the year that it came out. It came out in 2001. Oh wow! Okay. And I, and I remember <laughs> I got it right away. And I got it in hardcover because it was valuable. Now, some things have changed since he wrote that. It's been a decade uh, or two. And <laughs> it, it's, it's really interesting. But the core of his message in the book pretty much stands. But what I found was some research that he did. And in the article, it was talking about how Jim and his middle initials C. Collins wrote, um, he shares how most of the successful businesses and think, think really big, think like Disney, uh, Hewlett Packard and Boeing. I remember this is a little different information because it's a little older, but he said they have positioned their businesses core values as essential and used values to guide their growth and sustainability. Now this is in chapter nine of the book. And, and he says, not only did they use values to guide their growth and sustainability, but his research also uh, validated that um, they also used values effectively to navigate through change that the business was um, experiencing. And, and he revealed that, and this is a quote, change is good, but first know what you should never change. I love that. And Collins was referring to using the business's values as a steady anchor through any storm. Isn't that cool? That is, that is really cool. So, um, okay. So, so let's talk about that. The, the know what not to change and know what needs to change. So you can, so the storm itself can be weathered, which I mean, really right now that this is, this is precious. So I'm assuming, you know, I guess our reader, our listeners would like to know, why did you decide to include this in your chapter? Mm. Well, um, we're in a storm, but we're always in a storm, right? There's always a storm impacting business. Um, sometimes it's internally and other times it's externally. So typically there's three approaches to improvement. One is to do nothing. That's the good old status quo, right? Mm -hmm. We all know we have that option of just let it ride. Right. <laughs> and we experienced that. A lot of people did let their business ride in 2020, didn't they? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they did. Okay. Now the second approach, and we saw this too, is change everything. <laughs> just yeah. change it all and okay well uh that may or may not be good both of these are extremes and typically they don't lead to the improvement that um the owner was seeking they tend to create more havoc for humans and business operations would you agree on that a little bit okay okay and when i say business operations i'm talking about how you conduct business okay that's how small business would say it big business would say operations right but sometimes we need to think the way big business does not in everything but this one might be good because our business operates a certain way 
And this is all about how we conduct business with what I just shared with you about Tony Shea and Jim Collins research. So the focus is do change for do change. That's an air quote change for the appropriate reasons. That's betterment for the appropriate reasons. And this is the third reason and very few do it. They do it for true betterment. Most of us change everything or nothing. There's no middle ground. Uh, okay, so I, I guess what, I, what I'm really wanting to know, and I'm sure our listeners are too, how can changing things in our business actually hinder improvement? Oh, nice, nice, nice question, Nancy. <laughs> because sometimes we forget and I am a, a proponent of, for the most part, change is good. Even when we make a change that isn't favorable, we still learn something from it and it adds value. Okay, but let's, let's go into how taking on change inappropriately can hinder your improvements and your business success. And it typically shows up by us not having a strong business foundation. Okay, and when I'm talking about foundation for your business, I'm talking about having your business's purpose, your vision, your mission statements, um, having it dialed in what your business promise is to your marketplace, what your code of conduct is, etc. You with me so far? So far, so good. Okay, it's like all businesses should have that and, and nobody is excluded from that, no matter how big or small you are. And if we have this, we can build anything. And one of the coolest things that I think is um, the points that I just mentioned, purpose, vision, mission, statements, promise, code of conduct. We could even include defining your ideal customer in there. Um, if you do all this for your business foundation, that will give you about 75% of what you need for your marketing messages or at least effective ones. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> now, that's, that's sort of funny because here's where change sort of hinders our business success. Okay. You ready? Okay. Yeah. Because I told you what helps to support it. Right. <sighs> when small business owners move into their marketing, they tend to get caught up with colors and logos. Do you, do you see that? Oh Yeah. <laughs> sort yeah. of everywhere and it's like okay that's all cool fine and dandy but that's actually what hinders improvement huh uh-huh okay expand on that please <laughs> okay thank you thank you because i know that one's just like okay maggie where are you going to take us <laughs> yeah yeah where are you going okay this these topics if they're not put in the right sequence and trust me success has a sequence okay um if you don't put this in the right sequence it becomes busyness it's this these are feel-good activities which divert your focus from conducting business and now you're going to say okay well maybe i need to have some logo maybe or some branding or some consistency in my messaging and i'm going to tell you oh yes indeed you do <laughs> but but maybe we should focus on what is our purpose for our business what is our vision 
And then what is our mission? You know, how we make that vision come to life every day. And that will give you, doing that work first will give you exactly what you need to know for your branding and your colors and your logos. So sometimes we focus on the feel-good busyness instead of what we need to do to make the change we seek. Interesting. So basically, if you focus on the values and that piece first, the rest will just flow together nicely. It'll all become cohesive. Pretty much. Nice. I, I know that sounds so simple, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. It, it sounds so simple. But the yeah. problem with that is this isn't the easy work. Yeah. Okay. It's simple, but it's not easy because looking at your core values um, is a deeper process. And Susan White, who I interviewed for this chapter, um, she's a licensed social worker. And she's one of our authors. She's mm -hmm. done some really great uh, chapters in volume one and two. And she says, your core values are all about free marketing for your business. And I said, what? And she said, are you kidding me? We people are always expressing what our values are. And of course, with her being a therapist, she would know that, right? Right. That right. we're always expressing what our truths, our deep truths and beliefs are. Remember that's beliefs, attitudes, and behaviors. Mm -hmm. The ones that are most important to us. Of course, we're expressing that. You know, you can't be a happy person and show up grumpy all the time. Right. Right. There's an inconsistency there. So she said, why aren't people realizing that they're, um, their core values, expressing their core values is actually free marketing for them. And I'm like, huh. Huh. <laughs> huh. And that's in the chapter as well. So everybody will love reading about that. And then Dr. Alima Neil Albert, she says, your core values, <laughs> they reveal how, um, in marketing, your core values reveal what she calls your business's seal. And this is the core element of your branding. It's like, you know, think of a seal, like a, a gold seal of approval. Mm -hmm. Okay. And she said, this, this expression of your core values ultimately increases your market share. And I'm like, uh, yeah, she's right. So this is a fascinating thing where we can start to look at how values can increase our sales through our marketing messages. Wow. Wow. So basically go back to the basics, go back to the beginning, really hone in and identify your values and use that as the core for everything else that you do. Hmm. Yes. <laughs> that, and, simple. and there it is. It's, it's very simple, but it's not sexy. And it takes a while to do this. And Susan White, she's so funny. I, I said, core values are some deep work. And she said, or maybe they're not. Maybe they're on the surface being revealed all the time. And we just haven't slowed down to take a look at that. And I went, oh. Yep. Yep. It's, it's where your conscious is. And you're right. Maybe we make 
more of it, or we wonder what our values should be and not what's really authentic to us. Right. Because if you move to looking at your values saying, oh, I want that, well, that's not your value because it's not something you can aspire to. It's something that's innate. It's already within you. It's who you am. Great, great grammar there. It's who you am. It's who your business is. It's who you are already. Okay. Because you're already showing up that way. We just haven't slowed down enough to take a look at that. And that's why I think it's perceived as a deeper conversation Mm -hmm. and uh, discovery process because it involves us slowing down, moving everything else and going inside and just being with it, which tends to be a deeper journey, right? Right, right, right. And your values at the core, when you do slow down, they should feel comfortable because they're who you are, not who you're trying to be. Right. It's not an aspiration, a goal, a desire. It's already there. Right. Right. And if you can figure out how to accentuate that in a positive way for your customer market base, it's gold. Yeah. And that's where it's simple but not always easy because we're not putting it in the right part of the sequence right right wow that that's fantastic well you know maggie we could sit here and we could talk about this all day long (laughs) Uh, however we we do need to move on so you know what i'm gonna throw this out here so listeners this is how you can learn more and engage with the four-time number one best-selling author maggie mongang first of all start by reading chapter nine in volume four of the book, Brilliant Breakthroughs for the Small Business Owner. And gift your business performance by accepting an invitation to simplify your small business success that Maggie is offering at the uh, end of her chapter on her author's page. And so Maggie, what? It, please tell listeners, what is the free gift you have offered people about their values? Okay, I'm happy to. Small business owners can begin exploring their values through what I've created. And this is just the initial inquiry. It's called the Small Business Core Values Initial Inquiry. I'm not going to sell you anything. It's just for you to start exploring what your values are. Fantastic. Thank you. Fantastic. So, and then also at the end of your chapter, there's all sorts of social handles and sites for you to connect with Maggie. And that's uh, something that, um, here's something that's really, really cool. Um, Right now, everything that you need to know about the book and get a hold of Maggie Mongang can be found by going to one of my favorite things, the app, the mobile app for Brilliant Breakthroughs. It's Brilliant Biz Book. Uh, It's a fantastic app. So definitely check it out. And I'm going to make it really, really simple for you. All you have to do is click on ask an expert and you will see Maggie's name. Just click on it and type in your question and she will personally reply back to you. Now, really, how is that for a bonus? So (laughs) lastly, I know when it comes to the mobile apps, I'm very, very close to that. Thank you for developing an awesome app for us, Nancy. You are more than welcome. <laughs> I personally use that at least three to four times a week. So it's it's a great resource. It really is. I find a lot of value in it. 
you. So um, last, feel free to go back and listen to Maggie's other episodes where she's being interviewed. Gosh, there's over 25 episodes where she alone reveals how you can simplify your success to win big in the 21st century. Uh, we have them all posted in the show notes. I'm not going to actually read them to you right now. So That's Maggie, good. <laughs> I, yeah, I would like to thank you for your time and sharing your wisdom today. Oh, well, thank you. This, this is so fun. Nancy, you make it easy to share something that truly is elusive for most folks. So thank you for the you, great conversation. Yep. You're more than welcome. And listeners, I am Nancy Schwab, the resident app mama at Unleashed Mobile Apps. And we appreciate you for listening to the Brilliant Breakthroughs Business Podcast, where you can learn about how to create more brilliant breakthroughs in your small business. Shine brightly until next week.